Welcome down to another episode of Pelly Talks Golf. How's it going, everyone? We are finishing the final episode of the rap series from Christmas, New Year's uh, of the rap series with this episode. And we will resume regular programming this Saturday. And we have loads of episodes mapped out. So there won't be breaks of two or three weeks at a time. We're looking to be more consistent this year across the board with podcasts, with content, and hopefully with my golf game. And one person who can help all of us with our golf game is indeed today's interviewee, the Director of Instruction at the Claude Harmon Performance Academy in Dubai. His second appearance on the podcast I'm looking forward to catching up with him later this year Again, maybe in person in Dubai It is Jamie McConnell Roll it there, Colette I'm always ready to heat up, <laughs> especially in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, back in Ireland, having been in Dubai all year, what is the, let alone culture shock, there's a bit of a weather shock to your body, I'd say. The weather shock has definitely hit me. I realized uh, yesterday as I was out for a run and uh, I ended up with about 14 layers on me and came back dripping wet and my mother just took one look at me and said, what are you doing? <laughs> I kind of had to ask myself that question for a little bit before uh, before I saw it off. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's a typical Irish mother's reaction. What the hell are you doing? As in zero empathy, but they will do everything she can in her power to make sure you're okay. Exactly, 100%. <laughs> Uh, David, this is um, the rap series, so this is going out between Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Um, you'll be in the UK, maybe back in Dubai at that stage, will you? I, I mo- Yeah, I'll be back in Dubai by New Year's 28th, I fly back, so quick trip over okay, so. here and then back. Deadly. So, um, I don't know if many people listen to this follow you, but they should. A lot of great insights into golf, and you're doing plenty for, for the Irish diaspora over in Dubai. Um hanging out with my friend Hennessy as well in the last couple of months. If you were to review your year, 2021 for Jamie, right? Um, marks out of 10 and why? Oh, um, I would probably say seven to an eight, probably pushing an eight. It was a pretty good year to be fair. Um, lots of good things, golf-wise, personal-wise. So yeah, probably probably a good, good solid eight, I'd say. What did you learn this year? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You learned loads. What's the biggest takeaway, maybe then, from 2021 that will make um, that eight into a nine for 2022? I think the biggest thing is to take more time. I think just take a step back from things and sometimes look at it and not not try and do too much. I think it's especially now. It's the one thing I find like there's there's so much of everything available. Like there's so much 
information there's so many courses to do there's so many podcasts to listen to there's so many books to read and Hold on, no, James. There's only one, only one podcast one, to sorry, to you're one on podcast. Right? That's what I mean. Everybody <laughs> makes a mistake of listening to other ones, and we really just need to focus on Paddy, Paddy Talks. That's, that's, that's it, the yeah. point I was trying to get to. But I, I just think there's, you know, in this day and age, and maybe it's worse than Dubai, but I just think there's so much there um, and so much to do that we try and do it all rather than just picking one or two things and just doing it really well. Um, it's definitely a trap I can fall into from time to time and you just end up with really long days and a really tired mind and <laughs> you get nowhere with it. So I think definitely one of the things that I'll try and focus on in, in 22 is just kind of just less is more. You know, you don't need probably as much stuff as we need and you don't need to do as many things. It's like enjoy it a little bit. Um, yeah, I think that's absolutely. one of the big ones. Absolutely. I think a lot of us have, have taken a bit of that. but. Um... No, definitely, I, I can I can agree with all of that. With all of that, something that reminded me of what I've learned this year. Yes, take some time, but also when people ask me stuff, and it could be about knowledge. Do I know this? Do I know that? Do I know this person? What should I do? Do you have a recommendation? So when people ask me stuff, I I've learned just wait, just wait. Like if it's like three seconds, or it could be in the golf course, you hit a shot, and then you get the result. Try and wait three seconds. And then assess your reaction, you know, because I'd be quite a reactive person, um, yeah. you know, with expletives half the time. So wait three seconds before we answer or we react and try and let the information settle before reacting. That's what I've learned. Um, a lot of that pulls into high performance, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, let, it, let, it, let it sit in. Yeah. Um, your highlight of the year? Personal or golf-wise? <laughs> <laughs> if you have a highlight uh, of each and if you're comfortable sharing both share both to you I suppose golf-wise I've, I've probably had three three big ones that really kind of have, have sat with me I think you know probably most recently last week and a couple of couple of months before one of my girls has left for Purdue you know to, to take up university and one of my boys signed at Notre Dame so like seeing them move to that next little step is is strange especially after being with them for so long. Um, How long are you with like, them, Jamie? I'd say Kate, I've been with probably the bones of five years now. And Toby, who's who's going to Florida next year, I've been with eight. You know, I tell him that I've been with him longer than my wife. So like it's, you know, the end of, the end of next year is going to be a strange one when I have none of them left. So yeah. it's... Uh, it's a it's a it's a weird thing to say goodbye because it's like a, a happy proud moment to see them like see that they've done so well and done things that you know ninety nine percent of people just can't do and then it's a weird scenario that you're just not going to see them there every week and you're not going to be you know as I suppose not as big a part but like you're not going to be as constant a part of their their life but like it's it's cool seeing them go off and and kind of take that next little step uh, for sure. And then I suppose the other ones, I've uh, probably seen Christina, one of, one of the girls I work with, get her full LE key card. You know, she's only playing golf five or six years. So That's I've a serious that. achievement. Picked up yeah, the game five or six a, years ago and has an LE key card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I mean, what are you feeding them out there in your place? <laughs> well, I want some of it, whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, probably seeing, seeing Maha compete in the Olympics and, and improve her performance on, on the last time she was over there so much in Tokyo. So, yeah, three three big ones from a golf standpoint that that you kind of look back on and go like it's a bit 
it's a bit special to be even a small part of those those kind of people. No, that's super highlights and a super way of looking at stuff, you know. Um, uh, it's, it's it's like watching your own children grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I suppose yeah, yeah. it, it is, and it's you know it's hard because you you do feel like they are your own kids in ways. You know what I mean? They you've you've kind of gone through everything with them, like they've turned up and they've broken up with a girlfriend and they're just in a bad mood and they, you know they're just wondering what the hell do I do to to having a bad round and you know then the successes as well and just dealing with it all but um super proud of them all like seeing them all do things that you know for me I could only dream of doing like I was never good enough to, to play at a college at that level or compete in the Olympics or you know they're they're amazing achievements for anybody fantastic achievements is right and maybe Throughout the course of those conversations you've had with your adopted kids, <laughs> have you a funny story from 2021? Funny story, I, I would say probably not, not so much the adopted kids, but I think the funny story is probably from the Irish Open this year. Um, I was Mount Julius, for, that was my friend Manny Saunders back, yeah? yeah? Yeah, Mount Judy, I was down at Mount Judy, caddying uh, for Joel, who I work with, and uh, he had unfortunately missed the cup by one or two shots, and was in a pretty bad mood as as was I to an extent and I said look let's go and have a have a pint and a glass of wine over dinner and just enjoy it um then I went to uh went to dinner in the lovely restaurant at Mount Juliet and just as we're kind of finishing up uh, about to head back to the room uh, a very mischievous Michael Renzavira comes up to me and and asks me if I have any coins and uh, I said to him I've got no euros I've only got like dirhams and he's like oh that's fine that's fine we just need some coins I'm like but take him back. I'm not really sure what he's on about. So I just hand him like five dirhams, which is like the equivalent of a euro, but five dirham coins. And him and uh, a bunch of the French players start playing like a pitch toss game against the wall. And I'm like, you know, what's the story? And he's like, oh, we play for a euro around. I'm like, oh, great. Screw it. We'll have another drink and we'll start playing this game. So it starts out quite well, you know, about an hour in and I'm probably 40, 50 euro up. I'm thinking I'm God's gift at this game. And, uh, eventually the waitress comes in and goes like can you guys move to the bar rather than being in the restaurant and we're like yeah no issues at all so anyway we order another drink and obviously it keeps flowing and we keep playing the game and it progressively got got quite quite a bit worse from there and I, I lost my winnings and, and quite a bit more and by the end of the game I, I kind of thought I was about 30-40 euros down at this point so I thought right lads how much, am I, how much do I owe you and uh, they're like ah oh, you know, it's grand, don't worry, but I'm like, no, 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 pay, pay off, pay off. They're like, no, 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 the, the French are obviously super nice like that. And I'm like, no, I have to, I have to pay something. So I went up to the barman and I said to the barman, I'm like, look, whatever wine they've been drinking, give us another bottle of it. So any barman brings us over the bottle, I just tap my Irish card. And in Dubai, you're used to, when you tap your card, you get a text, you know how much everyone costs. Um, so anyway, I just tapped my card, didn't really think about it, went back to the table, had another drink, finished off, and and back to the room. So the next day I wake up, a um, little bit hazy because I'm not a big drinker anyway, and uh, looked at my AIB bank account and realized there's 120 euro down for that bottle of wine. Courtesy of some stupid coin game that the Frenchman maybe plays. So it was uh, it was good fun, but it was a lesson learned. Don't don't buy a Frenchman wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't buy a Frenchman wine. Uh, absolutely <laughs> that, that's one of the better stories absolutely um, you're, if you're anything like me or maybe if I'm anything like you I probably we should be sitting down and assessing the year from a performance what did I learn coaching ability my own skill set professionally and 
professionally for me is like selling stuff and then like hobby wise for me is dolphin and this podcast how can i do it better or blah 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 i'm assuming you do the same at the end of the year and if you do um you're looking into next year and you're looking at 2022 and what opportunities do you see for yourself uh, or is there anything in particular you're looking to forward to learn or forward to in 2022 yeah i think you know from a from a golf set i always i always have a very uh I always have this process I go through in on when I fly back for Christmas because I'm no, normally flying back on Christmas, you know, a couple of days before Christmas. Yeah, the McElroy boarding card, you do that, yeah. Not <laughs> far <laughs> off it. I've always, I've always done it in just a notebook. I always kind of take the notebook that I start with at the beginning of the year. I kind of look back on the goals that I set and uh, kind of go through them and, you know, kind of write little notes on what could have been better on each one or if I've achieved them, what was very good about them. And then essentially just start writing my goals for 22. So then when I fly back, I should have those finalized. So the kind of first part of that's done. Um, I think one of the biggest things is just uh, probably similar to what I said earlier, just taking more time on things, reducing things down a lot. Um, I'm trying to get players to kind of do that, that, that they don't need to work on every little detail. But sometimes, you know, the working on the bigger pieces of the structure are more important and they will ultimately help you get better at those little details later on. I think all too often maybe we, we jump around from thing to thing and there's not enough focus on kind of doing the same thing very, very well. So I think as far as what I've learned, that's probably one of the bigger ones. And then opportunities to look forward to kind of, you know, uh, last year in an unusual goal, one of my goals was to actually travel more um, and go around to players more, which is a bit unusual in a in a pandemic. But I kind of just got sick of 2020 and just being locked up, and I kind of did it. And it, you know, when you get out there, it's not all that scary traveling around, despite the fact your nose gets violated every other week. But um, I really enjoyed that, and I think that's you know, opportunity wise, it's probably just going to be be on the road a little bit more, um, and kind of enjoy being out there with the players because you can make it quite stressful when you're out there with them, and you can worry about them a lot. And I think that rubs off on them. So I think kind of being out there, enjoying it, being out there with them and making sure that they're improving and sticking to sticking to what they need to stick to is probably the, the biggest one. And there, there's some great things to look forward to. I have a question then about being on the road with players because it's something that from the outside looking in, the, the consumer or the person watching golf does, or even at tournaments, you have a very limited view of behind the scenes and the, the value coaches can bring to the setup. Um, what's your outlook or... Like, how do you approach or what, what amount of input do you have with the player when you're traveling? Is it just to ensure that they're sticking to their schedule process golf-wise or is is every coach and every player different, I suppose? I think every coach is different, you know, but, I, you know, from what I've seen of the best ones, it's, they're generally there just to keep things as tidy as possible and not have the player go off on a tangent. Um, I think what people don't see from a you know the outside in is often the the fact that they're people you know if if, if somebody walks onto the tee and they've had a fight with a wife i can promise you that their golf is probably unlikely to be very good because like they are people at the end of the day and it's very difficult to block that stuff out so i think when when we look at it as a as a kind of commentator or as a you know a, a backseat driver if you want it's very very easy to go oh, why did he hit that shot and I, it was funny because I sat with uh, with Fleetwood and we were chatting about football one day and, you know, they were saying Pep Guardiola about how he set the team up and, you know, that he should have done this and he should have done this. And he just basically said, he's like, do you not think that Pep knows that? 
or there was a reason he set it up that way. Like he set this team up a million times before. He's the best in the business at it. You know, one of the best. Like, do you not think that just it's sport and it just went wrong? And, you know, I, I said to him, I go, do you not think that's a bit like golf? You know, you, you go for a shot on 18 and you hit it in the water and the company, oh, you should have laid off. And it's like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. And I think that about all sport, you know, the, the more I look at sport, you, you just kind of think there's some things that just are, are not visible and you just don't know what's going on sometimes. And, you know, I think the F1 last week in, in Abu Dhabi was a, a perfect example. Just sport sometimes doesn't make sense. You know, you do absolutely everything right. You know, you look at Lewis, he had a clean run home. And other than the TV slamming on the brakes a bit late, he's won the world championship. And all of a sudden, the chaos ensues. And I think that's, you know, no matter what sport, it's whoever handles the chaos the best is, is really ultimately the winner. And I think, uh, yeah, that's what people don't see. I think people don't see the person behind behind the golfer, um, which is huge. Uh, I can't agree more and I suppose that's why there's so many crossovers between sport and life especially when that term there you know it's, it's who manages the chaos the best but what more can be said about surviving the fucking pandemic in terms of those who those who survive the chaos the best are going to come out the other end in much better shape um, yeah. whether that's sport whether it's business whether it's personal life you know Um you know, absolutely. Jamie, as ever, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. I hope you enjoy your time at home with family, friends, and safe traveling, my friend. Thank you very much, sir. We'll have to start a week in Dubai. For, for me, or, or for you, a week in we need Hinge, a, whichever we need is the We need a, a Paddy Talks on tour. That's what we need. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely up for the hint this year. I will. I have a, I have a list of golf courses that I am going to play this year, no matter what. And and we may tic tac on that. We may tic tac on that because I, there's well, a project. Hint, there's a project X. Hint, I am going. definitely up for that. Lehinch, Adair, and Hogshead are the three that I have hit this year. So uh, they're most certainly on the list. We'll see. Can we uh, work in tandem on that? That sounds like a plan. Jamie, an absolute pleasure. Take it easy. Legend, mate. That was uh, Jamie McConnell of Dubai. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah. Couple of weeks later, we're hoping. Well, we're not hoping. We will avoid such distances between episodes, um, because yeah, that was recorded on the twenty third of December, and I wanted to get it out there on your own New Year's or indeed the few days afterwards. But you know, look, work gets in the way, life gets in the way, but we are committed to being consistent across all areas of life this year. Um, so, if you want to get involved, please do. Uh, review this podcast wherever you're listening to it that helps share it with your friends uh, check out palletogcroft.com and if you don't follow me already follow me over there on the Instagram or the Twitter or the YouTubes because yeah we're going to do it all this year thanks for listening thanks for pressing play share it with a friend until we teed up again soon I'm Paddy <laughs>